Hey everybody, it's so good to see you. Thanks for coming by the podcast. Yeah. Except, I guess, uh, we can't really see each other. That's Maybe I gotta work on that. You know, it's kind of strange to have a podcast geared towards, you know, this hearing situation and it's all audio. I, I'm aware of that irony, so I'm I'm working on it. Hey, everyone, thanks so much for joining me. This is episode three of How I Got Tinnitus. It's Friday, and I've just had a wild week. Um, it's been the first week of the podcast being out there and ready for the world to chomp on. It's been nerve-wracking. It's been thrilling, and ultimately a lot of fun. But I went for a walk yesterday, and I was just kind of thinking about it, and I thought, you know, it might be fun to go into the weekend with the third episode out and just share some of my reflections of first week of the pod. So that's what we're going to do today. So yeah, um, as much as I love our intro song done by my lovely girlfriend, Annika, I very often dream of having access to copyrighted music to be able to use for my personal theme songs or entrance music. And if I had such access to copyrighted material this morning, I would be using Probably Queens Under Pressure, though yesterday there was another... Pre- oh, I was thinking of, uh, breathe the pressure, don't play the game, I'll test ya. <laughs> That's a prodigy. I'm I'm sure some people who were at uh, that show live at Brixton, 1997, y'all ever seen that show? It used to be up on YouTube, I think it's been taken down. Woo, that was a wild performance. There's a scene where, um... What's his? I don't even know the names of the members. Of, not uh, Keith Flint, who's unfortunately no longer with us. But the, what's the other guy in the Prodigy? The Prodigy members. Hold on here. Um, Maxim? I, I guess I never knew that. Um, so there's this great part of the 1997 Live at Brixton show that... Prodigy was doing, you, you got to remember that Fat of the Land had just come out. They were crushing it. And uh, I don't know what song they're about to go into, but they're, it's about to go down. And Maxim is on the mic and he goes, this is your time. And he points at the audience and then, you know, maybe they go into breathe or something and the beat goes down and it gets all hard. And he's just running around screaming so crazy. He's covered in sweat. Oh, looks so fun. But anyway, yeah, if I could use some copyrighted material this morning, I'd be using uh, Queen's Under Pressure because, uh, man, I put myself under a lot of pressure this week. I put myself under a lot of pressure. I wasn't actually under a lot of pressure, just just what the old taskmaster inside my own head was uh, doing to me. So I, I want a little reflection on that. Remember, folks, to give yourself a little break. If you're feeling the pressure, just, 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 uh, is that what breathe is about? Breathe the pressure. Don't play the game, I'll test ya. 
Was I playing the game and was I being tested? Huh. So maybe breathe is more appropriate than queens under pressure. But speaking of queen, um, you know, th those that was one heckin' popular band back in the day. Still is, obviously. But uh, did you know that Queen's drummer, Roger Taylor, has lived with tinnitus for some time? And I want to share with you a quote that I remember reading from Roger Taylor. Let me look it up here. Okay, here here is this Roger Taylor quote on how he deals with his tinnitus. I read it early on in my whole tinnitus. Is journey the most appropriate word? That seems to be a very common one. We'll, we'll figure out some synonyms as we go along here, but uh, where is this quote? Dang it, I lost it. Okay, I've managed to beat it, and now it only comes on with tiredness or stress. I took a Harley Street doctor's advice. He gave me a two-hour lecture on how to approach it mentally. It's brilliant, and I try and tell people, and they don't believe me, but it's absolutely true. It really doesn't bother you if you look upon it as a friend. And then it goes away itself. It's almost as simple as that. That was a very stiff reading of a tinnitus quote from Roger Taylor. But, uh... Yeah, there you go. View your tinnitus as a friend, y'all. I know that might seem super difficult. You know, um, in regards to the aforementioned pressure, I spent the better part of two days hunched over my computer trying to fine-tune and tweak all these little things about the podcast, and I was working myself up into a tizzy. And... Uh, I started to get this really massive headache, and of course, what started to creep up, but ye olde tinnitus, my, the ringing just got super loud, it just, and I knew something was up, I had just finished taking all these uh, super high potency uh, NSAIDs for my hurt wrist, I had gotten off of that, and then just went right into obsessing over this podcast, which of course involves a lot of sound and a lot of screen time and a lot of focus and concentration. And I shouldn't have been surprised when the tinnitus creeped up. It, I can't say that it was extraordinarily loud, but it just got to this point where I was so flagged, all my energy was gone, and the tinnitus was starting to get the better of me. So yesterday, I just forced myself to relieve the pressure. Oh, is that what the line is? Relieve the pressure? Breathe the pressure. Anyway, I, I, went on to, I went on a walk and just tried to decompress a little. I, it was a lovely, breezy day. There's this cliffside walk not too far from where I am. And uh, I got this beautiful view of this valley and all these trees below and I sat on this rock in the sun and just kind of closed my eyes and took in a bunch of deep breaths and and tried to just unwind for a minute it, and it was a process it wasn't I'm not I didn't like get up on that rock and go into total zen peaceful mode I had my brain was going a mile a minute a mile a minute and um yeah, it it took it took me uh, some work, but ultimately it was pretty good. I came back home and I did some some yoga, 
and watched a movie and ate dinner and just just relaxed and, and tried not to obsess over the podcast. And there's an important lesson there, I think. Uh, n- not I think, there is. And we'll get to that in just a second. But before I get to that, I just want to uh, comment on a couple things. It's been such a great first week of having the podcast out there. I'm so thankful for all the new listeners, all the people writing in. There have been a lot of people writing in, and a lot of people have been uh, touching base and saying they want to share their tonight's story, and I'm so stoked, honestly. This whole endeavor is just an effort to make sure that stories are shared, awareness is spread, and that we all have a fun time while we're doing it. I've been having such a fun time connecting with people. It's one of my favorite things to do. And just getting to spend time hearing other people's stories and learning from them. And, you know, I I do enjoy sharing my tinnitus dorkiness with other folks. So there's an added benefit there. It's just been so cool. But I did receive some feedback from the last episode with Kelly D. Um, Someone named Darren wrote in and shared some really in-depth interviews with Getty and Alex from Rush, where they mention some of their hearing loss concerns. They were, both of the articles in question were from I believe 1991 and 1993, so it's been quite some time since they offered these comments on the state of their hearing, but I thought it was interesting. Getty said that he hadn't been using hearing protection on stage for much of their career up until that point. Now, that was almost 30 years ago, so I imagine things have changed a lot. A lot of the technology of how musicians hear on stage has changed, but I just thought it was interesting that a huge band like Rush, while they also commented on trying to keep their on-stage volume rather low and manageable, uh, I I just think it's interesting that uh, this hard-hitting rock band had been going so long without hearing protection. They both... Uh, Getty Lee mentions having a slight drop-off in the upper frequencies, um, which is actually quite common whether or not you're in a rock band. But all the same, I think hearing protection in most musical settings, especially if you're going to make it a regular part of your life, is a really important thing to consider. And of course, that is a very personal decision. It's all up to you. Another thing, uh, I get these cool analytics from the uh, podcast and saw that we have a listener in Spain. Should we be doing an episode in Espanol? I don't know. Tell me what you think. Okay, so let's get into it. So yeah, I just wanted to share some reflections on this first week of podcasting. And when I was thinking about this episode, I, I came up with this, I, the title, First Week Reflections, right? And I thought, oh, okay, we got some things we could reflect on having this podcast out for a week. But wouldn't it be interesting to contrast those first week reflections with that first week of when I had tinnitus? Because 
there are some similarities, but there's also some profound differences in uh, a lot of important ways. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to share some little thoughts that I that I put together. So first off, this first week of having the podcast, like I've already said, has been super fun. It's been super exhilarating. And being engaged in something that you find fun and just consuming in a, a good way, whatever that is, is such an important thing regardless of whether or not you have tinnitus. But in my case, uh, being this person focused on my tinnitus and having struggles with it every so often, of sometimes it's more difficult than others, I've found, in my case, it's so beneficial to have good experiences in front of me and behind me in an effort to enrich my life. Now, like, what do I mean by that. I just think that it can be really easy to slip into a path of not so helpful thinking. You might call it like darker thinking or or sad thinking or or viewing things as a hardship. And and there are a lot of hard things out there. It can be really challenging. And sometimes I think it's one of those fake it till you make it things. You gotta sort of just force the issue and and really just try beyond what you had previously thought to be possible. And when you do that, you kind of like hijack all those sad feelings, all those dark feelings, all those feelings that the tinnitus is never gonna go away or whatever it is. It, it, the, you know, a lot of things that, applied to tinnitus and tinnitus wellness, if that's what you want to call it, managing tinnitus symptoms, I honestly think apply to life in general. And that kind of brings me to my next point, which is uh, gratitude. As much fun as I had this week, I also just felt so much gratitude. One, I, w- I took a moment and and kind of said thank you to myself. I was like, hey, thank you, self, for doing all this hard work and getting this podcast off the ground because I was kind of in a rut. Not not just with the tinnitus, but my artistic expression had been suffering for some time as a result of dealing with this tinnitus. Being a musician, I felt a little squeamish about going back into making music, and that's still a process I'm engaging with every day. But it it was very challenging to put down what I had previously been able to... I had previously been able to use music and other means of artistic expression as a way of taking all the things that were going on in my life and just channeling them into this one thing and especially when I would play guitar I would just go off into this other place and it was so awesome it was so great it was mesmerizing and and hypnotic and and it felt like this beautiful escape it was so fun but when I suddenly became alarmed the alarms were going off constantly when it came to things that had any sort of volume and 
you know, frankly, I'm just still a little skittish around my guitar, which is such a shame because I love the thing so much. I'll, I'll tell you all one day about my, my Gibson SG and how much I love it. But uh, having all of that fun and then being able to shift it into like a place of gratitude and being able to recognize the good things that are going on as they are going on, that is such a powerful force, honestly. And it, it sounds corny as heck. And I'm saying this as much for you as I'm saying it for myself for a future reference. One day I'm going to be a little glum and I'm going to turn on this episode and I'm just going to listen to myself preaching the virtues of having gratitude for what's going on in your life. And gratitude can be felt in so many different ways. For me this week, it just happens to be in celebrating this relatively small accomplishment, but it means a lot to me. And it means a lot to me that there are people out there listening and writing in and letting me know what they think about the show. So uh, again, thank you so much for everyone who's been there so far. What else? First week, along with that fun and exhilarating feeling and all the gratitude, there was another really powerful thing going on, which was I felt I was able to give a lot of my focus and attention to something. Which, if you're a person living with tinnitus just like me, you might be very familiar with this feeling of being able to provide plenty of focus and attention on something. But, you know, this was kind of an inverse scenario where all my focus and attention went towards something that wasn't my tinnitus. Now, I know the the, the points that I've already made about having fun and having gratitude, they, these things all go hand in hand. But... I, I just got to say, being able to put all my focus and attention on this project like I have been has been such a blessing. It's been so fun, honestly. And um, it's just kind of wacky how focusing all my time and attention on recording these episodes and doing what little promotion I've done so far for the for the show and just getting it out there i even though it's all about tinnitus i managed to at times completely forget about my tinnitus and my mission is like i've said before to get knowledge and awareness and you sprinkle in a dash of humor and just have fun with this whole conversation and i just felt at times so light and spared the burden of the what is often a difficult thing living with tinnitus and man oh man that it was just so fun but like i said earlier about the pressure thing as much focus and attention as i was putting into it and as rewarding as that was I was kind of just obsessing myself into this sort of dead end where things were starting to, little challenges were starting to come up. The headaches, the frustrations with things not being exactly the way I wanted them. 
I had a lot of I had a lot of technical difficulties, mostly uh, due to lack of experience and it all just being this whole learning curve. But overcoming each of those little challenges and also just not obsessing too much, obsessing to the point of being stuck and just allowing myself to move on. That was so important. I had someone real close to me who was aware of some of the technical problems I was trying to work out with the podcast. They reached out and they said, hey, just remember, like, save room for the fun part of this project and and don't ruin it for yourself. And uh, that kind of helped me slow my roll a bit and refocus and remind myself of what's important. So remind yourself of what's important, folks. So, yeah, I mean, that that's that was kind of rambling, but that was my first week of having the podcast up there. I'm so zazzed. I've been caffeinated all week and having a rip-roaring time doing this. And uh, I got to say, it it is a... It stands in stark contrast to that first week last June of 2021 when my tinnitus reared its ugly head. And there were a lot of things I suddenly had to contend with. So yeah, let's talk about that first week of tinnitus and what it was like for me just suddenly being thrust into this this big, bad, scary world. So yeah, it was really scary when my tinnitus first came on. My nerves were just shot. Like I, I was on edge constantly. I worried constantly. Everything around me seemed muffled and dull. I'm not just talking sound-wise. I'm talking about emotional availability kind of talk. Um, I remember it was the middle of summer. Things were going like fun times, people are having these social events and all sorts of things. Uh, and everything just seemed so distant. Fun seemed like the last thing on the menu for me. I was so preoccupied with what seemed like this sudden intrusive thing that had just welcomed itself into my life. And so preoccupied with not only trying to educate myself on what was going on, but hoping every minute that it was just going to go away. I remember I kept hoping that the tinnitus was just going to suddenly disappear. I did that thing where I was always blocking my ears and trying to listen to the sound inside my head, even in a noisy environment or something sitting around with friends who are talking and seeing them laugh and thinking, oh, that must be nice. I don't know if I can ever laugh again, <laughs> which now that I think about it was was kind of silly, but that it is what it is, I, or was what it was, is what it was. It was something. I just could not shake those scary thoughts out of my head, no matter how hard I tried. And in some ways, I realized that I was trying to keep them there. So that brings me to my next point. As much as I focused this past week my attention on the fun of working on this podcast, 
I was not doing the best job that first week of dealing with tinnitus. Again, back in June of 2021, I was not doing the best job of focusing on on the good in my life. I wasn't giving me, myself the rest that I was just talking about being such a good thing for me. I was purely focusing on all the negative. I was stuck in this really dark mindset, just kept thinking, oh, I'm going to be dealing with this for the rest of my life. It's all going to be crap from now on out, and my life will never be the same. It was just this endless stream of negative thinking. Like It, it was really like I had channeled this this river of negativity right into my house or 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 myself like it it was just this constant flood of negative thinking just coming my way and it seemed like nothing i could do would stop that flow and in many ways now that i look back on it i i was just contributing to it or worsening it by by zooming in on the negativity. So, who who is it? I think I saw this quote in a Reggie Watts Instagram post. When in doubt, zoom out, right? So, I need to remind myself of this constantly. It's not something I'm very good at on the day-to-day. I, I can get pretty obsessive, <laughs> as we can see uh, through the content of the show. But some of the greatest reliefs that I've ever experienced from difficult issues have come after granting myself permission to like relax and zoom out and and sort of, I wouldn't say remove myself from the problem, but at least temporarily relieve my focus and attention from those problems. And... Unlike this past week where I was just focusing on good things, I was doing just the opposite when that tinnitus showed up. And so if you are dealing with a nasty tinnitus spike, if you are right in the the beginning stages of, of learning how to live with tinnitus, I know it's super difficult. It's such a difficult thing to have to go through. I encourage you to... Comfort yourself in the knowledge that it's not always going to be like this. It it can be super duper tough. But you know what's funny? I, I remember early on tuning in to this podcast, which ended up being one of the biggest inspirations for me starting this podcast. And there's this neuroscientist out there who's doing some really important work uh, in the realm of tinnitus research. Dr. Joseph Rauschiker. He has a great TED talk on tinnitus that's on YouTube. I don't want to butcher his words or anything. So I went and watched the clip and I just wrote down what he says at the close of his speech. So I hope I've been able to tell you that we're getting closer to understanding what tinnitus is and we may be able to ultimately find a cure. And I may be able to respond to these emails I've been getting and say, well, help is on the way. We're not there yet. But help is on the way. And I I remember I was driving through Texas when I heard that line. And I was just miserable at that point with tinnitus. And when I heard this person say that, 
I felt this relief. I, you know, maybe I was just being a little hysterical that, that morning, but when he said that help is on its way, I just felt a little more okay. Just, just a little more that morning. And it was so significant. And I think ever since that morning, I've been trying to take one more step in that direction every day. And this podcast is, is totally part of that that process of taking those steps. Speaking of taking those steps, one thing I know that I did a good job at that the that first week of living with tinnitus is I became determined to put in the work. It wasn't the easiest thing to size up what tasks I had laid before me, but I was sure of one thing when that tinnitus came around, which was I was going to try whatever it would take for me to have to learn to live with it because it it was so devastating to me. And I've thankfully had enough reinforcement in my life from loved ones and just seeing the good that comes in the world from bringing your best self to every day that you can. Just good things come out of goodness. I, it, again, it sounds so freaking corny, but when you bring your best self to the world, the world is better for it. And I, it was like I had all of this positive momentum behind me. And despite being a little derailed temporarily by this sudden increase in my perceived tinnitus volume, I was able to kind of take stock of all these things I had going for me and convinced myself, even through all that darkness, like, dude, you can't drop the ball now. You got to keep it going. And so I... I started giving myself some homework and a lot of that help came out of some of my earliest efforts at tinnitus management from going to see the audiologist who checked my hearing and told me that it wasn't quite as catastrophic as my imagination might have led me to believe to being referred to the person practicing cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT that gave me literal homework to do. I had these like really cheesy worksheets to fill out. And it just, when I otherwise felt like I didn't know what to do with myself in in the midst of all this scary stuff, just having something to do to occupy myself, especially in a proactive way, uh, was was so important. And I was talking to a friend this past week who was celebrating having shed 10 unwanted pounds off of their person through some uh, healthy eating and healthy lifestyle choices that they made. And when we were talking about all of that, I was just thinking, oh, this is so funny. This totally ties in with tinnitus management. I was asking them, like, what were some of the biggest changes that you had to make in order to uh, 
achieve your weight loss goals? And they said, well, you know, I really had to do some behavioral assessment things and, and catch myself on some unhelpful patterns. And I had to change those patterns. And then once I changed those patterns, I needed to reinforce the patterns and behaviors that were ultimately beneficial to my end goal. And there were so many other things we discussed. But if it sounds like I'm talking too much in abstracts, let me uh, let me zoom in a bit here. One of the hardest things for me, especially in the beginning of living with tinnitus, was just constantly being aware that there was a ringing, right? And I hadn't quite gotten so cozy with the idea of sound therapy. I sort of had this stubborn mindset of, I don't want to have to be dependent on noisemakers to make me happy. So I tried other methods. And like I mentioned, it was June 2021. Uh, COVID scares were still pretty rampant. I, I'm pretty sure we were dealing with some uptick in, in some new variant cases or something. And it wasn't quite time for me to start living a very social life in terms of going out to venues and all sorts of stuff like that. So I got on my bike and I just started riding around. And I don't know how many miles I put behind me that summer, but I rode my bike a lot. And I rode with friends. I rode by myself. I got to make new friends based around bike riding. And it was such a positive thing for me. And I'm not going to lie. I remember in particular this one ride through like sort of dense forest where the trees provided this sort of insulation from all the nature sounds around us. And I suddenly found myself, despite being outside, feeling like I was in a quiet room indoors. And guess what I heard? The ringing. And so here I am doing the thing that I thought would make me happiest with two really great friends And we're all like laughing to each other. And then just slowly, the intrusive thoughts started to creep in the back of my mind. As I'm having this great bike riding hangout with two friends. We're cruising down this foresty road. And all I'm hearing on my bike, even over the gravel, even over my friends laughing, I'm just hearing the ringing. And I remember just getting so bummed out. And finally, I I said something to my friends and... I don't remember exactly what happened between then or right after that, but soon enough, we were posted on this rock by a a trickling river, and we're having some post-ride beers and eating some chips and just laughing with one another. And as, as much as the tinnitus had started to get a hold of me on that ride, just, just, taking a moment to acknowledge it and embrace the comforting that I was so lucky to receive through the company of my good friends. It, it, it was just amazing. I, I remember coming home and feeling a, a strong sense of relief from the anxiety I had just freshly been feeling on that ride. So I, I know that was like kind of a mixed bag I was kind of like all over the place, but I just want to speak to not only my own experience, but 
I just sincerely hope that if you're out there and you're struggling with tinnitus, or honestly, if you're struggling with anything right now, you can afford yourself the, is, is the right term here, grace? Jeez. Oh, Listen to yourself, J.D. Yeah, uh, just take it easy on yourself, you know? And if it sounds like I'm talking to you, I'm, I'm talking to you just as much as I'm talking to myself here. Just, just take it easy on yourself because it, it's not worth it being that hard. There, there's a time when applying some discipline and, you know, just being a little challenging towards yourself can be good, right? But it's not always when you're already in a challenging situation. So yeah, if you're out there and you're struggling and, oh, hold on. Hello? Hey, dude, I, I was just talking about you. What about, oh, like, um, you know, just, just some basic stuff like don't be too hard on yourself and try not to focus on all the bad and, um, you know, you, how you got to put in some work sometimes, as scary as it might be, but just put one foot in front of the other sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I, who was I talking to? Oh, well, I'm working on a podcast. Yeah, a, a podcast about the tinnitus. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah, in just a few months. No, it's, I think it's going pretty well. So, yeah, I'm pretty stoked. So, well, dude, I got to go. Like I said, I'm recording this podcast, so I got to go. Um, it was, thanks for calling. Let me, let's catch up later. I'll, I'll give you a call, okay? So, later. Have a good one. That, that's funny. That was, um, that was me from June of 2021. He was just feeling a little scared, he said, and was, was reaching out to, find out if if things were going to get better i mean so wow that, that was kind of funny that is wild i haven't heard from that guy in so long sheesh anyway so where was i i you're kidding me no way i'm sorry guys hold on just a second hey what what's going on yeah, I'm. I am. I'm working. That th I'm only on the third episode right now. So, fifth most popular tinnitus podcast in the world. What? No way. What? No way. No way. That's incredible. Congrats. I mean. Well, what should we celebrate or something? Get a cake or no? Just take it easy. Okay, cool. Well, I was just talking to. He called you too. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! All right. Well, we should have like a movie night or something sometime soon. Cool. Too weird. I don't, we'll we'll figure it out. A watch party, something like that. Okay, dude, I gotta go. The, 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 just wrapping up the third episode, so...
163 episodes so far. Like, that's incredible. How are we going to talk about tinnitus that much? Okay, all right. Yeah, peace. You too. Later. You're, you guys aren't going to believe. That was just me from five years from now. Yeah. Five years into the future, me just called. Unbelievable. Says we're doing good. So, um, yeah, I guess that's it. I, I really just wanted to check in. I know today sounded a little rambly, but uh, we're going into the weekend. I wanted to give you something to chew on in case you are... One of those uh, How I Got Tonight is super fans out there. Again, thanks so much for tuning in so far. Got some really exciting interviews to be sharing with y'all in the coming weeks, and I'm real stoked about that. Be doing a couple more information episodes real soon. Um, if you're digging the podcast, I encourage you to like and subscribe and share and tell folks about it. But again, I really love hearing from y'all. If you have tinnitus stories you want to share, send them in. Uh, there's info in the description on how to do that. Uh, really excited to hear about your tinnitus stories and get the word out. We really want to try and keep other people from having to deal with this if they aren't already. And a big part of that is just spreading the news. So... Stunt spreading. Okay, um, that's going to be it for me. Thanks, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, hey one more thing. I went and looked up those prodigy lyrics because i had a feeling uh it's come play my game i'll test you not don't play the game i'll test you breathe the pressure come play my game i'll test you makes so much sense psychosomatic addict insane